0: Hi, I'm Jordan Gill and my business love language is efficiency. Because who doesn't want to sit pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? If your business depends on you, you don't own one. You have a job. We're here to fix that. Now with over 150 episodes, this is the System Saved Me Podcast. Hey, hey y'all. Welcome to season number seven of System Saved Me. And I'm really excited about this season because I'm getting to share with you some of the dopest people in the operations space. This is not an exaggeration. And I'm not only getting to share what they have contributed to the System Save Me shop, which if you haven't checked out, come and see us. Just systemsame.com, You'll be able to check us out. But you'll also get to hear about them and their mission and how they got started in operations. And they all have such unique stories. I'm so, so stoked for you guys to to check them out. So each week, you'll be meeting a new member of my ops squad and the amazingness that they have. Both there will be tips and tricks, but also what workflows you should check out in the actual shop that they have created. So without further ado, let's see who my next guest is. Hey y'all I'm so excited to bring this other fellow Texan into your lives today as we both are sweltering in the heat like crazy people but I'm so excited to
1: bring her to you today Uh, Liz how are you doing? I'm doing great got my fan going on high because it's over a hundred (laughs) today yeah
0: I hear you girl so Liz real quick before we dive into things tell us a little bit about you and
1: your business So I am the owner and kind of chaos wrangler over at Lux and Vita. I'm an operations and project manager for creatives who are looking to hire on more subcontractors and also who are looking to kind of move into the passive income courses, masterminds kind of realm where they can work with more people and get a little bit more income going. Yes, I love it who doesn't want more income? The end.
0: So now that that's what you are currently doing, how did you get into the op space in general? Is this what you studied? Is this just something you fell into? Like, how did it all work?
1: So I'm totally self-taught in every single thing I do. I actually don't have a degree in anything. Don't even have my associates. I dropped out of college before I even got there and it was all actually for at a bible college so <laughs> totally not even anything related to this but i basically kind of went from being an intern doing a bunch of graphic design for a nonprofit office to becoming a 9 to 5 communications director for a multi-site church and then actually moved to texas a couple years ago and just tried to start my own website and branding company. And that took off really well. And in the middle, about two years ago, I was working with a bunch of clients. And at the end of the project, a lot of them just based on everything that we had been talking about and working through, we were also setting up some of their systems in addition to their website. So it was a little bit more than like your normal, like branding web designer, they would start asking me if I could be on retainer and kind of like work with them longer term and help them set up other systems or help them figure out how to do things with certain clients or workflows and all those things. And so I ended up dropping my branding portion because that one wasn't super fun for me anymore. And so I started to become a VA, worked with a lot of clients, actually booked myself out fully for about eight to 12 months, like I had a wait list and that was overwhelming seeing that. And then ended up going and actually in January this year, moving away from being a VA and kind of taking a step up and becoming a project manager, just looking at the things that my clients were looking for. It wasn't really the nitty gritty they needed. It was more of the high level project thinking and figuring out, okay, well, how do we get to finish these goals? How do we organize these projects? How do we deal with teams? All that kind of stuff. And so it kind of just slowly kind of evolved over the last, like, I would say like five, six years. Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's (laughs) ever
1: evolving. It's
0: never just still. No, (laughs) never. Entrepreneurial journeys. So I totally get it. And I love that you have evolved and whatnot from, again, People always think, oh, I have to hold on to something because I'm good at it. Because you're like amazing at Squarespace and branding and all that stuff. Like your website's always beautiful. And like, if that's not what feels good to you anymore, it doesn't serve you anymore. Like you can still do it for yourself for fun or maybe a few clients, but it doesn't have to be your full thing. So I love that. And people are always scared to make that adjustment. And So it's cool that that you were able to do that very gracefully. So let's go ahead and discuss one of your workflows, one of your many workflows, which is Dubsado for designers. And so I know that you have designers and a bunch of other types of clients as well, but um, specifically for designers, why do you feel like Dubsado is a great fit for them to become better organized and better communicators with their clients?
1: Yeah, so my biggest thing was a lot of, starting out as a designer, I kind of had this like, I know what a designer needs. And then working with all these designers, seeing all of their different processes. The big commonality that I found was everyone needs a place to store all their stuff. <laughs> like straight up, They need to store their contracts, their invoices, their Clients figure out where they've come from, honestly. Where does anybody come, like, on the web? It's like, hey, where did you come from? All of their forms, questionnaires, all of that stuff they need somewhere. And so many of my clients and myself, when I first started, I had, like, five different places that I had stuff. And a lot of them ended up being redundant. And so that would just end up confusing my clients. And they're like, well, wait, didn't you already tell me that over here? And I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay, let me go fix that over here. And then... Hot mess looked really unprofessional <laughs> and that bothered me. And especially as a systems person really bothered me because I want everything to be streamlined and simple. I don't want it to be crazy and over the top and like ridiculous and stuff. And so just through the whole process of like with of for designers, it's really about showing you how to walk through the process of getting everything into one place, figuring out what is, your system and whether it's do you use some kind of like project management software like Asana or Trello or ClickUp with it mm-hmm. or are you good with just putting everything in Dubsado and just running it through that way but the base of everything is all in Dubsato because that's where everything is housed and then can move out of there into whatever you use to actually like manage the project and then yep. you bop back into Dubsato and kind of finish out the whole client experience and give them a really good send off and continue the relationship after the project is done. Yeah, I love that. And I think that, again, people want to complicate it with
0: having, like, a bunch of software. And it's like, if you can get away with just putting it all on Dubsado, go do that. Like, if that Absolutely. can fulfill, like, right, if that can fulfill everything you need it to, then just stick to that. It doesn't have to be this big monstrosity, especially, I mean, a lot of us as solopreneurs or small teams, like Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be the most. So I love that really Dubsado can house like everything, especially, I mean, now it has a scheduler. I don't know if you feel like it's great and all that sort of stuff, but I think that you can get away with getting, if not a hundred percent, like 80 to 90% of your business in Dubsado and I think also something that you have shared in software wars as well as in your workflows is how you can make them pretty. And as designers like to do pretty things. (laughs) So, Uh, uh, What are some of your favorite, like I guess additions that you've been able to make to Dubsado to have designers be able to express their brand or their way of designing things inside of Dubsado. Like what are some cool things you've been able
1: to do? Oh my goodness. (laughs) probably one of my favorite things. Because so a lot of what I'd have is photos and gifts and just even making mock-ups like on like fun little mock-ups and putting them in as images, putting in videos using like something like Loom to record a video of yourself talking and like having a little bit of a introduction for your client and then you can just use that over and over or you make new ones or whatnot. But recently, one of the big things I've been doing is actually using code to edit and really like highly customize everything. (laughs) It's like my favorite thing doing drop downs and just changing and adding like text that has like a color bar behind it. But instead of doing like an image where you would do that, a lot of times when you are One, as a web designer, kind of backing up a little bit, I'm really, really aware of how things look on desktop, mobile, and tablet, and especially on different browsers, different, all of that. You really have to be aware of it, and so what I've realized is if you're only using images to beautify your Dubsado forms, it's not always gonna look so pretty on all platforms. (laughs) it's just not because it's not built that way and so a lot of what I've done is actually made it done a lot of my modifications using html because that works for any platform if you're looking at it from your phone your computer your tablet whatever it's all gonna look streamlined and pretty across the board without someone like seeing a photo and being like, I can't see what does that header say? And like trying to like zoom in and be like, Oh, timeline. Okay. That was a waste of my time. When (laughs) using coding, you can do the exact same effect, but it's mobile friendly. Like win.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a huge win. As the years go on, it's going to be
1: more and more mobile. So you might as well
0: be ahead of the trend. So I love that. And I would love for you to also share with the designers that you've been able to implement this with, like what are some things that they've been able to accomplish because they've had a more streamlined client onboarding management system?
1: Yeah. So a lot of my clients before they all had tons of different systems, different platforms. They would design their proposals and then send the proposals to the client and then the client would approve and then they'd have to go into Dubsado and create an invoice manually, add the contract manually, do all these things manually. And I can't tell you how many hours that is because it was just way too much. <laughs> but ever since we started putting everything into Dubsado, we have a beautifully designed proposal that looks just about as like designed as they had from their InDesign or PDF, whatever they used for their design proposal. We just put that into Dubsado using all their different blocks and stuff. And then it's connected to different packages so they're already in there so the client just has to click a button rather than email you and get stuck in the inbox once again and do all of these really nice little things which is just like click three buttons they have approved the proposal they have paid the invoice and they've signed your contract and they're now on their way to being onboarded like I'm sorry the end. why don't you do this <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I love DevSato's process of proposal, contract and invoice and just having it all wrapped up and done. And again, yeah. the, the beauty of it is be, for the client to have like the control and the options of cho- an option and choice to decide, okay, maybe they thought that they needed this package, but on the proposal, there's an upsell on there and you may not have gotten that more money
1: if you didn't yeah. have that on the proposal and they didn't have the power to choose. So yes. I can't tell you how many times I actually recently had a client who we did that for because she had this base package and she was like, well, I don't know. I feel so like sleazy and like salesy when I like try and upsell something like on a phone call. I'm like, okay, well this is how like, and I would walk her through like how you talk about it on the call and where you can put it and stuff. So then I told her, okay, well, what we can do is in your proposal, you have your base package and you just say add-ons a la carte, whatever. And then you add all of those additional things and you let them decide. You tell them, this is what I recommend. And then you say, if you want more pages, if you want to add a membership, add a shop, add more galleries, add business cards, add the moon, whatever it is you offer, they can choose. And if they want it, they'll do it. I can't tell you how many times I've even had clients who are like, Ooh, I want this and this and this. And I'm just like, "Ooh, Holy crap. There's how much money would I like have just left on the table? Yep. if I hadn't done that. And that has happened so many times with my clients because they didn't realize you can just nicely put those in there as just an option. It's yep. like when you go up to the counter at the store and you see all those fun little additions and things yep. that like you can just, pop into your basket right before you check out, it's just like that. It's there. If they want it, they can get it. If they don't want it, it's okay. They've got their main package, which you knew you were getting anyways. Yeah, exactly. I love
0: that. So we're going to get into the last question about really what like a huge goal of yours is inside or outside of your business, um, your mission, what helps you on those days where you're like, I don't really feel like working today. I just am not feeling it. What drives you? What motivates you to get through those days? And what's your bigger, I guess, picture?
1: Um, so my big thing has always been to help you get out of the weeds of what you're doing and back to what you love. And that has always been like the heart of everything that Lux and Vita is about. From the beginning, that's just been the same thread that's run through it all. And just watching all my clients, like how to get watching them just get out of there and be able to go back to working three out of five days, working like only in the morning so that they can go spend time with their toddler before they have to go for a nap. Like doing all these different things for their family, for themselves has been huge. And for me, my big thing that I've been trying to kind of implement in my business more and kind of like work towards in a more of a personal side is i love like being able to help and support foster agencies eventually i would love 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 to become a foster mom and or if we're able to actually adopt that's just always been a huge thing for me a huge thing on my heart like just to help people who are in that situation i have several friends who do that. And I'm just like, yeah, can I be you now? <laughs> like you're <laughs> amazing. And anything because at the moment, just not there yet, but financially I can still support them. I can, whatever I can do. That's kind of just those little steps that I can take just kind of has been even a big goal between like in the back end of my business is to serve and help whether it's my clients or people not in my business. Yeah hundred
0: percent. I think it's, it's always helpful to have that bigger thing besides making money in our business. Like we all like to make money. We're going to make money. That's what a business is. And like, what, what are those other things that are exciting to you that you want to work toward or that you feel like it's your mission or your calling and you can do that by way of your business. And so I think sometimes, and I can admit to it too, when, 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 you are just so heavily focused on the monetization side of things. You can lose track and be like, Oh yeah, I like started this because this is the goal that I have or the mission that I have or the the purpose that I have. And so continuously being reminded of that is something that I've had to work towards and have be at the forefront of my mind when, you know, you're struggling or even when you're celebrating, like it's like, Oh, I'm so much more closer to this X goal that I have, which I think is super fun. So Besides the shop, where can people find you? Give your website, give your social media, wherever you want people to go.
1: Yeah, so you can find me at luxandvita.com and on Instagram every once in a great while, trying to get better. <laughs> but um, you can find me on Instagram at luxandvita DSM. Perfect. And I feel like you do a good job on Instagram. Oh, thank you. Yeah, okay. I feel like okay. I occasionally do drop off, but mostly because I'm so focused on launching things for my clients or working on getting new workflows into the shop that I kind of like put my head down. And then like a month later, I'm like, Oh, Hey, <laughs> I forgot. I've only been in Instagram stories. I haven't actually like posted anything. So I mean, huh. I'm doing better. Like it's just like the posting and the feed that I'm horrible at. Instagram stories, is like I'll post about my dog all day long that's pretty much all it is is look it's my dog <laughs> <laughs> oh look i wrapped him up in a towel like a burrito <laughs>
0: <laughs> all of us other dog moms and lovers appreciate you posting those like when you look oh, yeah. at my discover page on instagram it's not people it's dogs no. like, just,
1: oh yeah mine is straight up dogs and animals and yeah. memes and stuff about the enneagram that's literally all it is <laughs> But tea like if you—that's literally all I, I'm like. Oh, the discover page totally knows me. Yeah,
0: I know. Well, Instagram's algorithm is spot on, so I feel like that'd be a good prompt somewhere. Like screenshot your discover page so we can get to. Know
1: oh my you. goodness, that's a brilliant! Yes, please do and tag me because I want to see. <laughs>
0: That'd be so fun all right well thank you so much Liz for coming on and I hope that everyone goes and checks out all of your workflows that's again specifically Dipsado for Designers but Liz has a bunch of other workflows as well but thanks for being on the show
1: thanks for
0: having me thanks for listening to System Saved Me if you enjoyed this episode please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me don't forget to check out the workflow template shop at com to help you work less and make more. See you next week.